I just hope my wire fighting team is ready! Alright. Now, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz! What's up guys, welcome into episode 1 of Movie Stalkers. I'm here with myself, Bradley, my brother Thomas, and our good friends Cody and Nick. What's up guys? Yo. What's up? What's up? Um, so we're just here, it's our first episode, and we're going to be a movie podcast discussing either throwback movies or movies that are relevant or just came out recently. And then maybe a little sports and whatever's happening in pop culture, TV, Netflix, music, whatever. Whatever's whatever's happening. Yeah. Whatever's in the news. Yeah. So today we're talking about The Town. It's going to be our movie of choice, directed by Ben Affleck. Um, Cody and Nick, you guys have never seen it before until we actually decided to start actually talk about this one, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, I actually did see it. Uh, it's just been a really, really long time, and when I watched it again, I, uh, yeah, I re- re- recognized it uh, from the first time I watched it. Was it as good as you remember? Or worse? Uh, you know, I think I think I'll, I'll get into it. I, uh, I I feel like I have I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I think in part because. I'm not a big fan of Ben Affleck, but that's all right. Is that because he's Batman? Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of good Ben Affleck movies, right? What? I definitely uh, agree with that. That's one of just... the like caveats to what I like about this movie, I guess you could say, is I don't really like Ben Affleck, and yet like in this role, it's like one of my favorite roles by an actor. Not just him, but, him, him, but I mean... Accountant? Jeremy Renner and Oof. the supporting actors. The accountant. Yeah, looks rough. You no. don't like the accountant? I like the accountant. No. I mean, I don't. And I like Goodwill Hunting, but he. Goodwill Hunting's great. This was basically to me Goodwill Hunting with bank robbers. <laughs> yeah, there's no Matt Damon though. It's true. Matt Damon. But yeah, for those of you that don't know, The Town is like definitely one of Brad's probably all-time favorite movies, I would say, for sure, right? Yeah, I would put it in my top ten. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dig into that then. Brad. Yeah, let's kind of go through Let's the start movie. with you. Yeah, just like why is that? That's really where I'm at. <laughs> just like... You can tell Nick is really going to like this yeah. movie. <laughs> I mean, let's like go through the movie and kind of talk about it from start yeah. to finish. Um, just my initial thoughts why I like I just like the way it's filmed just the feel it gives it just has this like really cool vibe like you know these guys are bad and what they're doing is bad but part of you is like still rooting for them yeah because they're like because they're the underdog totally you know they're yeah. these, and like broke, broke John guys. Hamm's the cop and he's supposed to be the good guy but he's kind of an asshole too so it makes it a little bit easier to root for the bad guys. Yeah, he was like a tryhard to me. It was just like, you know, this, this whole not fucking around thing is about to go both ways. And it's like, right, right. calm down, John Hamm. Mm-hmm. But that's what, like, they needed but, to but go But definitely for, them. for, like, the movie starting off, though, like, I, the thing I love about it is there's so many movies where there's robberies going on and stuff. But they, they wore creepy-ass masks 
every yeah, time they did it. Yeah, I just like which the first episode or the first episode, <laughs> the first scene with the bank robbery where they're wearing the Skeletor mask. I like the like the way it's shot to where some parts are like just video, like and there's no audio. You just see yeah. them, and then it goes mm-hmm. to like just super loud audio, like in your face. They're like in the bank, just like everything's happening super fast and it just feels like super real. And yeah, then it cuts I, again to like the audio, like the video feed from security. Yeah. The security cameras and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And right, it like definitely yeah. just jumps right into that first robbery where you're like, Oh shit. Okay. The movie's starting. Right. And they're and like, obviously not amateurs. They have the whole thing planned out every time and everything. Like when he's like, I know that safe opens up at, I think it was like 15 or yeah 45. he's all what times it opened she's all 9 15 he's all don't bullshit us 8 45 yeah well close he said 8 15 and then said 9 but yeah yeah fuck me right <laughs> yeah well clearly someone watched the movie and someone didn't because <laughs> yeah and then having a uh, a guy in-house that worked for the security companies and that's what i'm wondering is it one security company that wired up all those banks and he like knows the plans of those specific banks or something it's it the. Over it a little bit. I don't think it's the security company, right? It's the power company or the. Oh okay. What is that company he works for? Vericon. That wasn't the driver, oh. right? That was like the kid, right? Yeah, Video. it was telecommunications. It was a uh, Deadman. Desmond. Desmond, Desmond, the fourth yeah. guy. Yeah, he was the young one. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, but big yeah. rip. Yeah. And then. Uh, I, can, I still can't decide if Rebecca Hall is attractive or not. Yeah, she's the bank manager. Yeah, she. Yeah. yeah, she like, she's cute and all, and like, I'm down for a sex scene and stuff. But I, I don't know. It just like wasn't like I was like, hmm, Ben Affleck should have stuck with Blake Lively, dude. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't get over think, her teeth. I think he yeah. was definitely trying to like get out of you know being a drug addict in that that shitty neighborhood. <laughs> I think that was kind of like one of, the, one of the main themes of the movie. That's that's overrated. And so then, <laughs> yeah, right. They do the first bank robbery. They end up taking her as a hostage. And so you can kind of tell right away that Jeremy Renner's character is like kind of a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he pretty much almost kills. He almost kills that dude. Yeah, and I thought thinks... that scene with her like blindfolded walking to the water. The way that shot was like a really cool intro, and her feet hit the water, and that's the town, and it's like an overshot of Charlestown. I thought yeah, that one was, was really cool. It was pretty good, very cinematic. Yeah, and then they have their little meeting back at the ice rink. Yeah, the thing I liked about the town also was that all four of those dudes were freaking really loyal to each other, because like usually in these types of movies, there's always someone that ends up fucking someone over, you know. Yeah, there's no or like, like that wants that wants to get the better of them, and like literally all four of them are just like, no, we're we're in this together. This is our crew. Yeah, and like Jim's like a loose cannon, but he's still super loyal. Like, yeah, I mean, in that scene a little bit later on, when he's like, "I need your help. I need to hurt some people. You can never ask me about it again." He's like, "Who's okay. car are we taking?" Yeah, who's car I'm we taking? Freak, I think I'm gonna freak I think the he's fuck a out. <laughs> just wanted to hurt people. Okay, first of all, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and take over the show here for a second. Okay, where you guys see good, I see terrible, okay? The first thing I'm going to mention is you have these guys, right? They're professionals. They're super smart. They're going to rob a bank, 
And what the fuck does Ben Affleck doing hanging out with this chick that he clearly knows? He, like, t- literally touched her hand before she opened the vault. And was like, hey, uh, oh, what's up, laundromat? Oh, I'm gonna hit on this chick. Oh, I robbed a bank with this chick. Cool, let's hang out with her. That made no sense to me. They're, like, professionals, yet he's, like, doing something that's not professional whatsoever. Because it's a woman, dude. It's Rebecca Hall. Right, yeah, he just so... he like, fell in love, man. He got distracted. Really dumb. Yeah, he fell, fell in love at a laundromat. He, mm-hmm. he got, like, a reverse Stockholm Syndrome. He fell in love with the person that he kidnapped. Okay, number two. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The fact that you guys just said that no one, like, everyone is super loyal to each other. How is Ben Affleck's character loyal to anybody? Again, like, he, he literally ruined the entire situation because he hung out with that chick. Like, but he not literally because, fucked not because Not because he intentionally was like, I want to fuck over all these guys. He was just, right. you could, uh, you could, it's cliche, but he was blinded by love. But, like, he's just tr- trying to, you know, get some, get some punani, but... He had no intention of like fucking over uh, Jeremy Renner or any of those other guys. And I yeah, think like in him. most movies, that relationship is like the downfall of the movie. But I feel like in this movie, they did it right, and they didn't spend too much time on it. Where like it ended up, it worked. But no, yeah. you're saying Nick that it was the stupidest fucking thing he could do. Is like, this is the chick we took hostage. I'm gonna go and try and hit on her. Like, yeah, I mean Jeremy Renner extremely stupid character says it he's like i'm fucking the manager now am i smart like like because renner catches them when they're eating pizza and he like flips out to be fair though it was the crack or jeremy or jen's sister that uh sold the medication yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't even the the terrible relate or the uh unwise relationship that screwed him over anyways well, that, and then I wanted to talk to you guys, and we can get into, you know, m- more of the movie here, or further part of the movie. How does the florist really pay, or uh, fit into this? I don't really understand that guy, and I assume so, he's like a debt John that's shadowed or something. He's no, just the like the mythical, guy. like, OG, like, ruler of the town, I think. Yeah, oh, he's that, like that the, freaking, the Irish guy? He has the connections, and so he sets up the jobs. It's so, kind of what they give off i mean they don't really give a backstory on them too much yeah i just so thought of him as, i just thought of him as being like kind of like the quote-unquote like drug lord that kind of oversees everything finds them the jobs gets them to the ends and then obviously he takes a cut because it's like his streets kind of you can say i guess but i don't know what the thing was with with uh, ben affleck's dad because he did mention that didn't he in it well i think he's, he's like, like he's been like one of the ogs in the town for like a long time um, and like you're meant to believe, like all of their fathers kind of date back to the same like business. For sure, I mean that's why he went and like talked to his dad for a moment too. I mean, right, and I thought that scene that. was really cool when he's talking to his dad. Just like I don't know, I like the way that was shot with like the music in the background, and it made it like very like. Yeah. Plus that line's super cool though. I'll see you. See you. See you on the other side. Uh, side or, or this side or another. This side or the other, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good line. But no, I I don't know. All in all, I like that how that guy was involved in it. He I guess he didn't really play that important of a role to your point, Nick, like except for I guess at the end, but he made them kind of do that final job that they had to do, you know? Cuz Ben Affleck was like, "I'm out. I'm not going to do it." And he's like, "You you guys are a unit." Yeah, I wouldn't hire you, you know? without them and I wouldn't hire them without you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That 
And then you've got the fact that he was like, you're going to do it or I'm going to kill your girlfriend. Right. So, which is funny because, again, like, the, the things that irked me has really been Affleck's character. Like, and I, I really thought, and Jeremy Renner, both of them, like, both of them bothered me. For instance, like, who the, like, when his girlfriend brings up the fact that she couldn't walk through the ghetto anymore and because people are throwing bottles at her and he goes and finds that guy and Jeremy Renner, like, shoots the shit out of him. Like, first of all, why, like, yeah, it's, well, it's not necessarily Because Jeremy Renner's fucking insane, dude. Well, yeah, I get it. But what I'm saying is when it gets back, I'm I'm just going back to the whole professional piece. Like, it gets, it's, like, she's not, she can't be that dumb to think, like, huh, I told this guy about it. And all of a sudden, that dude ends up and he's, he's got shot three times. And then he's, he's he's sitting there playing it off, like, like, oh, yeah, isn't that a good thing, though? Like, didn't you want that? Like, that I don't know. That, to me, is like, hmm, this guy's fishy. She doesn't bring it up, though, like, no, after the fact. She does. When she did when she bring it up? She, said, she brings it up afterwards and says, oh, yeah, that guy got whacked. And he was like, isn't that a good thing, though? Like, they have a whole conversation about it. But the guy didn't At get lunch. whacked. He just got... He didn't get whacked. They just told him, you better be out of here no. in a week or we're coming back. I mean... He got shot three times in the the leg, and then got he shot him one time. No, no, no. He shot him three times. He, he fired three times. bullets. No, he definitely hit him three times. He shot him three times in the leg. I there were, just watched there were three holes. He shot him in like both kneecaps, dude. Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. The dude got fucked up. At the end of the day, again, it goes back to like these guys are professionals. It just that wouldn't have happened. They would have. He would have been like, oh yeah, that sucks. Don't go through the ghetto anymore. Later, like he wouldn't sit there and be like, let's go find this guy because this girl can't walk through the ghetto. But he's getting. But he's getting emotional. That's why he makes those bad decisions because he's emotional over that girl because he actually cares about her. And then he obviously goes and grabs Jeremy Renner, who's a loose cannon, and is like, you know, he's like, you know, that's my brother. You pissed him the fuck off. What did you do to him? Yeah, he wanted like like, the good. Of the bad from Renner without, like, you know, knowing the bad was going to come. Like, he took him there. He should have known, like... Yeah, he should have damn well known that Renner was going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. Right. Like, Renner was just, like, a hothead, like, looking for, you know... Renner was, like, going out with a bang either way. And that's kind of how he was living his life. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely wanted to kill people. He was down to kill people. I mean, he mentions it multiple times. He's like, oh, you're mad about this or you're mad about that? Right. Yeah, another thing any, that, like... that I thought... Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Nick. I was just going to say, another thing that I thought was really funny was when they opened that bag after waiting for that guy for a while. Um, It was like the couch scene when Affleck and Jeremy Renner were sitting on the couch and then they get up and that guy comes out of the door and he gives them the, quote, 100 pounds of weed and it conveniently fits in, like, a small double bag. Like, there's no way. <laughs> what planet are we from here? Like, they clearly have never... A hundred pounds of weed would be huge. It would be like a like a back of a pickup truck, not a little tiny duffel bag. So I don't know. I, there's a lot of things that I saw like that that drove me nuts. That's why this whole movie I kept seeing little things throughout the it was entire hundred, movie. It was hundred. Was like, it was a hundred pounds of of uh, of uh, butter. It was, right. It was condensed. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't actually oh, tree. Yeah. It was CBD. <laughs> yeah. So they were just had yeah. at the time. So, I mean, I think you guys can consistently see, like, I just, I felt like that's, I just saw thing, little things like that through the entire movie, and that's what ruined it for me, all based on, like, these guys are professionals, this goes back years. Ooh, this is there's, a, there's a fan theory, Ben Affleck gets the hundred pounds of CBD oil, flees to Florida, ends up becoming, growing a beard and being Dan Bilzerian, starting a CBD <laughs> company. <laughs> 
boom, it happened. That definitely makes sense. Right? It could be a thing. Yeah, that's, that's like actually an origin story of Daniel's Aaron, but I never knew. <laughs> All right, so uh, the first bank robber scene happens, and then you get some like inner dialogue, and then they go to those guys' house, beat them up. And then that kind of sets up more towards the second bank robbery. The scene in between that is when he hooks up with Blake Lively, who you can tell was like his old fling. Mm. And I actually, I thought like the way like they like hook up and then you can tell like instantly, like he regrets it, which is actually like a very realistic thing. You know, you like hook up with someone or something like that, that you used to know. And then you instantly I, regret I don't, it. I don't follow. I'm just kidding. I, I don't yeah, even. I'm I guess you can. Thomas for that one. <laughs> you can consider him hooking up, like, but like, really, he was watching TV, and she came over, jumped on him, rode him for about three seconds, and then left. And he was just like, "Ah, oh, my life." Like, yeah. Ben Affleck's just a horrible <laughs> yeah, actor. He's so mopey all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had sex with Blake Lively. I oh. mean, he's supposed to be mopey though. He's like looking around it you know, this light, like, he sees all these people that live in this town. None of them are going anywhere. Something that threw Inclu- me off well, including was, him. It was when Jeremy Renner's character brought up that that was, like, possibly his kid. And it was, mm-hmm. they talked about it for, like, two minutes, and then that was it. And it was never shown before or after that one scene. Yeah, like, and he, like, tried to it. use that, 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 that uh, Blake Wiley's kid was Ben Affleck's, or apparently, right. or something. Yeah. She's like, this is yeah, your daughter. And immediately like, dropped it, and I was like, if you, if you were that convicted about it, you would have... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's where, um, I guess the police kind of like that's where John Hamm finally like got the upper hand is when you know he goes to the bar, uh, mm-hmm. and then kind of gets Blake yeah. Lively. So that's a little bit. So after that, we kind of start getting into the second act, which is the second bank robbery. Which was which dope. I think that's probably my favorite one out of the three. Yeah, where they the masks the, were so dope. Those the were nun- creepy masks. Yeah, like the nun masks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like those. And then they ended up shooting the. Uh, and and that, that was where Jeremy was like, was like, I don't like this. He, they like even knew, like who yeah, ben the Affleck drivers were. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's a he's a rent a cop, and he's too excited. He's young, and he wears his vest on the outside. And he's he like, tucks his boots in on the outside. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, he like dresses that. like a marine. Yeah. Ready to, you know, use his gun and stuff, and that's exactly what happens, and ends up getting freaking shot. But he didn't die, right? He was just in critical condition. Yeah, because John but, Hamm references like if he could just like asphyxiate him with a wet towel, he would like have all of them in jail at this moment. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean asphyxiate him with the wet towel? When he like he pulls him in and he's like interviewing him, mm-hmm. and he's all. Thank goodness for you, like this retard who's somehow like cling to life. And he's all, if I had my choice, you give me one minute and a wet towel, I had to fixate this asshole and hang you all on a grand jury. And, like watch you oh, die well, with the paralyzing agent running through your veins. Yeah. Yeah. You're a towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scene though is freaking dope with the car chase and everything. And I yeah, just I like love... when the cops I... just all pull in and th- you're just like, oh, they're fucked. And... I assume it's Renner's character who's just like fuck it, and they just start unloading. Mm-hmm. Freaking awesome! And then, yeah. 
the funniest scene is like when they're doing the switch on the on the car when they're yeah getting out of the jeep and they and they see the the cop and it's just like <laughs> you see them like just yeah, wearing those masks the and they're just like yeah and, and just the, cop's the expressions like, on the masks are so perfect yeah like, just like uh, uh. <laughs> the, uh yeah <laughs> and the cop just, just turns the other way because like what would you really do like they four I'm not guys fucking, machine I'm not guns going for him yeah they're, yeah, they're you're you dead. Do. You can either no. die or not. If you want to, if you want to say the smartest person in that whole movie, definitely that cop. That cop. Yeah. He's yeah, just absolutely. like, he's like, I'm gonna look over here and see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> that was a 200 IQ move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the vehicle that, they used too. The, the all-wheel drive the Jeep, Jeep, the V8. Yeah. So those are actually pretty fast. If you have yeah, and that's home. it's sick. Like how. The driving felt real. It wasn't like in other, like Baby Driver, you know, like when like the way the drift, cars handled like shit. Yeah, like he's just fucking hauling ass and doing some sketchy ass shit, trying to get over the bridge because they, um, you know, th- they knew that they were gonna try and flee, and he's like, "We gotta get over the bridge in so many minutes or whatever," and they make it, and then doesn't he yell? He's like, "That's how you fucking drive a car." Yeah, yeah, he's all stoked about it. I yeah, feel it like freaking... if you're going eighty miles an hour in oncoming traffic, there's just no way. You can't predict the movements of the oncoming cars, man. Well, you would Anyways. think that most of them would not play chicken with you and just hop out of the way. Yeah, true. What Good, if you like, you've try clearly to correct never seen me on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you ever played Frogger? Driving, huh? <laughs> Nick, I know true, you just watch true. football on Sundays. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Except for you might race to In-N-Out or something. Uh, nope. I, In-N-Out is... We'll have to talk about that in another episode as far as our top five, like... Like the dives, I guess you can call it dives, and like kind of fast food restaurants because just, yeah, would go not be on fast that. food. In and Out yeah. wouldn't be on it. No, In and Out five good, but it's not like it's top five good. Let's chill, guys. Do you guys do you like Five Guys more than In and Out? Yes. You know what I think is just like 100%. standard line consistent is McDonald's. Yep, I agree. McDonald's. I think you can't those fries, man. I don't know what it is. They're always good. Always so the they're game. made oh. in peanut oil. That's the difference, oh. apparently. And then, Anna, the thing with McDonald's is you could go anywhere in the state, like, and you go to a McDonald's, it's going to be just as good as the other one. Anyway, and I feel like with a lot of, like, yeah, or in the country, like, and I feel like with, like, if you go to, like, a Burger King, which I wouldn't really do, but it's, like, hit or miss. You're either going to get, like, a decent one or it could be a nightmare. Dark horse of fast foods, definitely Wendy's, by the way. Yeah, Wendy's I is love, awesome. I love me some. Wendy's would definitely be in my top five. Yeah, Wendy's yeah. is Wendy's. so good. Wendy's is Wendy's fucking is bomb, good. dude. Frosties? They, have a, but, they, act, they have, actually have a really good freaking value meal. Cool. Well, let's stop. Let's save this for another episode or else we'll yeah. dig into it and then, you know. Um, but, dig into uh, it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Snurf, snurf. You know. <laughs> so, uh, About what? to dig into this burger. What about more of the movie, though? Yeah. Okay, so... Do you so, have any more comments? Uh, let's just go over the final act, I guess. Um, Which so is probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, second bank robbery happens. Um, the cops are, like, definitely on to them now. Because, I mean, they freaking shot up the whole place. That's kind of when you get, like, John Hamm interviewing them and... Kind of everything's like coming to a head, and then Ben Affleck's character wants out, and basically, like the florist says, like he's gonna do this last job. 
you know, he's kind of uh, through like a hissy fit. He's like, I want to leave with my girlfriend. I want, yeah, I want, and he's I like, want you're to go to Florida. Fucked up like, guy uh, whose best days are behind you. Right. They're like, uh, you're from Charlestown and you rob banks. Like, no, that's not yeah. going to happen. You're like, going to do you're what I say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I found it interesting that he decided to do it after she, uh, like, left him or whatever, right? So it seems like he was truly decided to be out and not wanting to do it, and then she left and then kind of had, like, a fuck it mentality and decided to do it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he wanted to see her get hurt, though, because she wasn't involved whatsoever. So, like, if he were to leave, then she would die and it would be on him. And he's, just to your guys' point, he was so infatuated with her that he, he did it probably to save her was probably his thought, right? If we're going with that theme, his idea was like, I've got to do this for her. Yeah, I mean, that, right, yes, right. I would agree. Yeah, he definitely didn't do it for his crew, which, right. good good point. But yeah, you know, he was freaking, he was in love and he's all all over this chick while the whole time Blake Lively's like, we're coming with you. Yeah, I, I like, love it. I like the yeah. whole way they yeah, set that up that crazy too. last one too with them at the Boston, the so Red Sox sick. game. Yeah. He's kind of like, if jobs were easy, everyone would do them. And it, I don't know, just it set, like, the tone of, like, this is it. Like, this is the final one. Yeah. And they went, like, super legit. They got the outfits and everything. And, like, you know, should have given it away. The part that I didn't like at all was why the fuck were they wearing sunglasses inside? As they were, like, <laughs> walking up to those guys. I was like, if you're trying to. The one cop them. says it to you. Boys having problems seeing or something. Yeah. and again if you go like they're like they like didn't know what to do so they just like yelled really loud and then pulled out their guns and then the cops were like oh okay maybe these guys are cops get on the ground like real cops would just start shooting and it, it, another again like i'm adding on to the different things and picking up the real cops would be like nah you guys aren't cops i've never seen you before and they would just shoot them like they wouldn't mm, get on I don't, the ground those weren't the real so. cops so that was like the arena like yeah, or they the were just baseball stadiums like security. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, if those... real cops like put up guns to like uh, a bank company that like you know takes in and out the money, like the bank company guys are gonna put their guns down to real cops if they think they're real cops. Like, unless you're yeah, a they have guy guns, like but Marine they're Day. not near like I the same you meant, levels. Like Right, they're like rent-a-cops. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, we have them come in Safeway all the time. They have guns on them, and but if a real cop were to like pull his gun out on them, like they're dropping to the ground. They're not yeah, like, okay. no, you get. I on think that's ground. fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so further on to this, right? If you want to, I'll just kind of finish up the third act, Brad. They essentially yeah. rob the stadium, right? And then right. from from there, they run into trouble. They start firing, and the FBI surrounds the building and had no idea where they were until they started firing, back to the loose cannon idea, right? Um, like, I feel like uh, maybe there was a different opportunity, and which is why, like, the FBI was like, we don't know where they are. And then Jeremy Renner just starts firing rounds. Like, if they found a way to not fire rounds or do something in a quieter fashion... Well, he starts firing he rounds start because firing. He, he, sees the, he sees the... No, he sees the scopes first, remember? Right. Yeah, he, like, like, looks... Flash from the scope. And then he's, like, just, he just starts firing, and then he waits and sees what happens, and then they all hell breaks loose against them. Yeah, they're already, like, pinched in. Yeah, they were in a pinch hardcore, which okay. is the only, only issue I have that movie that I'll get to in a second, but... So then that happens, and then that flashbang comes in, and it takes out their young their young buck, uh, Desmond. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he just a stand. Just instant headshot, my guy. Just Dude, pulled yeah, his hammer on the gun. Yeah, but of course the cops couldn't make any other shots. They only could just snipe him. I like that scene too. <laughs> yeah, like right. when he sees he's shot, it's like, "Fuck he's, you!" Yeah, he just <laughs> keeps keeps shooting at them, and he hits like one of the guys, I think. And then homeboy uh, Albert, their like driver, you know, yeah, is like, "I'm just gonna drive out here. You guys sneak sneak to the back." And he's like, "You know, I can take a pinch." Like clearly, that guy yeah. knows he was gonna die. The the problem no, I, didn't that think I had, he, knew he was gonna die. I think he was like, if I get pulled over, like you guys know, I'm not gonna tell, say anything about you. Yeah, he's oh, always, always like, I'll, first I'll just give you your first name. That's right. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, but, I mean, they, he was an they idiot. He drove up. straight into something. Yeah. I mean, he. I guess at that point, when he went out there, he, I mean, I think he, I he knew he the realized, risk. But I don't think he realized how much was out there. Like, I think when he went out there, he was like, "Oh shit! Like, I'm yeah. definitely gonna die." <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, in, like, a real situation, like, you would be, like, me, I'd be, like, okay, <laughs> I turn myself in. Like, I don't want to get fucking shot up. I don't know. Like, when like when he went out, like, when he went out in that car, I would have just been, like, okay, oh, shit, sorry. Nope. Well, probably not, because, I mean, like, you, are you going to go to prison for life for doing that? I guess yeah. you're shooting it. I mean, a long time. Those people for that long time, yeah. Uh, I mean. I'm, a, I'm the- okay with that, because I'll be alive. In Thomas's perspective, in Brad's, it would have been good for them because you guys would have possibly gotten a sequel of them breaking out of prison because they're so <laughs> legit. But then Brad so Pitt smart. falls in love with another man, or Brad Pitt, uh, whatever his name is, Ben Affleck falls in love with a man in prison instead of a woman, and it ruins the whole thing again. So that's probably what would have happened. So you're saying you're happy Albert died? That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. You should, uh, I'm happy you that they a screenplay, dude. And try to. I would have been produce. happier. If Ben Affleck died, <laughs> I, I I I wish that yeah, but he would have gotten. someone had to live. Yeah, the chick lived. No, I know, but I mean, someone out of that group of four needed to live. Like, I mean, I guess they could have all died, but yeah, like Jeremy Renner, like he had to go out. It was like too true to his character. For sure, for sure, you knew that dude was and, gonna die. Oh no, dude! I like when he's. So, like, fast forward just a little bit. So, they get out of there, like, Renner and Affleck are walking down the street. And they you kind of think they're going to get away. And then, um, yeah, that's when John Hamm gets the tip, you know, that yeah. they're saying they're they got uniform. hit by fucking cops. And so, they're driving around looking for cops. And he sees Renner. And so, he calls him out. And he kind of starts chasing him. And then yeah, I thought like, yeah, that scene him. was really cool. The way you're kidding! Oh my god! The gunfight between Renner and then all the other cops. No, just no, not that part. Before that, I'm talking about right when you were talking, where Renner is literally walking, and he's like, "Hey, uh, officer!" And then like Renner just keeps walking, and, and then he like says his last him. name. Yeah, he he's like loading his MP5. Yeah, he's yeah. like loading just a big, and then like. John Hamm, while Jeremy Renner is literally running five feet ahead of him, refuses to shoot his gun and just, like, continues to chase him until, like, Jeremy Renner decides to get shot in the butthole. Like, I love the fact that he got shot in the butt, and I love the fact that he decided to hide behind a mailbox and you could see his whole lower half. Like, the cops would have literally just lit up that box. I don't they would have just. So. Yeah, but, like, in between that scene, like freaking other cops are like coming in and he's like literally like shooting and reloading in the middle of traffic like i don't well, know i thought it runs 
it he escalated a... super quickly to where he thought it was it was just the one dude after him and then all of a sudden cops are coming in from every direction and i mean he takes out a couple cops like the only thing i didn't get is that ben affleck was like watching the whole thing that's yeah, where he, <laughs> yeah. and i was like you but, i mean what was he supposed everyone to would die? be like why is this cop standing over here like, <laughs> yeah what's that guy doing and then he gets in the Who's car and just dri- casually drives away, dude. He's like, oh, my brother died. Oh, I'm going to steal this cop car. Like, no cop was like, hey, wait, wait, where's my car? Yeah, yeah. like, wait, why is that cop leaving the scene right now? None of us were right. leaving the scene. Right, it wouldn't make any sense. He's that, that, like, the FBI guy must have, John Hamm, I think, maybe had an inkling, like, that was his brother, but he's happy that he got this guy. Like, yeah. He, he he didn't care anymore. He got he he knew that this situation was done for at this moment. Yeah, the, I, just, um, I like I like, I like, I like that the... scene where he's like sitting there and you can just tell he's like fuck it's I'm done like and he yeah, sees the his... coke. Yeah, and he like takes a sip of the coke. <laughs> he's yeah, like, all right, so I'm coming out like because he just unloads his guns. He's like I surrender. I surrender. Well, he doesn't even have any in his like. I'll turn yourself in. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> dude but him getting shot in the head maybe it, one yeah. of my favorite parts of the movie yeah and then like his it like goes into his jaw or whatever yeah you can yeah, see that was pretty brutal. swell up yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was pretty narnar yeah but no he went out like 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 you said nick like you kind of knew he was headed down that path in like the very beginning well, of the movie said it earlier before that scene too he says i you know i'm gonna stand in the streets i'm not gonna go to jail again yeah we're holding the street yeah, yeah. he says that yeah if we get pinched we're holding the street which he did, but Ben Affleck didn't. So yeah, and then the, and then there's a whole situation with the girlfriend and Ben Affleck's like, I see you over there, but you don't see me. And then they're like, there's like 500 FBI agents like listening to her call, and she's like, just come, just come over. It'll be like one of our sunny days. He's like, okay, I'll come over. Well, he I'll knows that he knows she's with the cops. Well, and he's, then he's she... literally watching them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was and just she, seeing what if she was kind of like loyal or whatnot, and and he right. gets all bummed because she's like, and he no, was bummed because he's like, oh, she's getting. And then she says, I I really and want you to come over. Out. It'll be like one of my sunny days. And then he's like, oh shit. Yeah. So she didn't sell him out, basically. Right. No, she was good. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, for you guys, which for you guys that are listening that maybe haven't seen the movie uh, earlier in the movie, her and brother if you're died still on listening, what are you doing? Yeah, her brother died on a her brother died on a sunny day, so she hated sunny days. Yeah, and like that was her that was kind of her you know, not really cop out, but just her way to be like, uh, actually don't come over because there's a shit ton of cops here. Yeah, without just straight up saying like there's cops here. Yeah. Only other thing, like I guess loophole you could look at is like, they left after like forty five minutes or whatever, and they're like he's not coming, and like no one's watching her house anymore, thinking he might be trying to come there because like he clearly had to go back to because later on. She's doing gardening, and she uncovers the money that he that he stole. No, I he, think did, he that did that during, beforehand. Did he? No, he did that during during that hour. He I think he had it planned out. Yeah, because yeah. he was in. He's like, because he walked past the brigade, uh, brigade, and he's like, and they're like, uh, you can't be here or whatever. And he's like, just going to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's got this huge duffel bag. And he's got sunglasses on again. Like, that's not suspicious. <laughs> yeah, just like somebody that would be on the lam. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I guess so. But no, I like I liked it the way the way it ended. And you know, she puts the money back into the the, the ice rink there. Yeah, yeah. That, that apparently Ben Affleck was like a a big time there when he was he was really good at hockey when he was in high school or whatever. Yeah. 
So he was kind of a he was a he was a washout also. You know, another right. thing I'm gonna mention, Tom, is the fact that I love that you call Ben Affleck Ben Affleck. Like he's associated with the insurance, the insurance company. Yeah, you need no, to complimentary insurance. Yeah. Just want to let you know that uh, yeah, I don't think he sells insurance on his spare time. But that would be uh, cool. You actually don't. He um he actually is an accountant in his spare time. <laughs> uh, he's Dan Brazilian or whatever his, his last name is. Fuck off. Bill Zarian. Bill Zarian. Nick, did you like uh, Triple Frontier? Because I thought that was really good. Triple Frontier? Oh, that's the movie from Netflix? The army With one? Ben yeah. Affleck. Yeah, uh, I only saw bits that and pieces is... of it. Yeah, frustrating movie. Good. Um, you would really like what happened to Ben Affleck in it. Yeah, you would. Uh, if he doesn't sell insurance, then I probably won't like it. <laughs> Oh damn it! No, that's a, actually that was actually a really good movie. That was uh, a Netflix original, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that one for sure. Although it just seems like they just keep getting more and more and more and more, more, fucked, and more fucked to where there's like no hope. You're like, oh, yeah, we're only Brad. getting out of here with ten dollars. Yeah. yeah, so it's, so the town is is one of Brad's favorite movies. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not gonna put it on my favorite movies. It's as far as heist movies go, I'd say it's it's pretty good. Um, Oof. Do you have a heist movie that's maybe pedestal. that's maybe better that you like? Italian Job. Um, no. Italian Job's amazing. Italian Inside Job's Man. I I I think I like Inside Man. Uh, Baby Driver was cool and different, for Baby sure. Baby Driver was really good. And that was like right before Kevin Spacey got in trouble for the whole like Me Too movement. Yeah, before we couldn't like his movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Before we couldn't watch House Cards. Yeah. But um, I don't know if. I would say that my favorite is Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that's that a good one. That counts as a heist movie. That's, that's probably such a my good favorite one because it doesn't even show you the heist; it just shows you the before and after of the heist. But yeah, it's still and such a good heist movie. Have you guys seen yeah. The Heat? The Heat. No, is there that Brad Pitt in it? Or it might just be called Heat. Is it? it has Brad Pitt heat. in it. Yeah, it's called Heat. I think it's just called the. <laughs> no, I think I think I think Brad Pitt is in it, but no, I've never actually seen it. It's not Brad Pitt. It's um, hold on, I'm pulling this up. The dude from Train Day. That would be Denzel. He so Al Pacino, no. Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer. That's who you're thinking of. Val Kilmer, yeah. John Voight. Wait, that Val one Kilmer is and... kind of very similar to this one in that they're like robbers and they wear masks. Um, another like kind of really interesting like uh, theft movie is the place between the pines. Has anyone ever seen that? I like that one actually. That one's yeah. better on the rewatch. Yeah, that it's a weird movie because it's kind of like two movies in one. Because you know, like. Um, yeah, it's giving you like a thing. present story and like a kind of backstory at the same time. Yeah, was it? It's Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's gives like the first part of it and it's kind of like that's more of like a broke man's robber you know where he has a he's good at riding a dirt bike so he robs banks could you could you make hmm. it a stretch and say that captain phillips is a part of kind of heist movies isn't that what the somalian pirates were doing because captain phillips is great yeah. pirate movies terrible heist uh, that uh, movie's phenomenal Apparently that, that movie was not movie. like what actually happened though in real life but i, well, I mean, don't know anything that's how it, that's how all those that's how yeah, all Nick, that's Nick, how Nick, Nick, stories. Yeah, Nick. that movie was kind of exaggerated compared to the real Nick, life li- events. Listen to me, Nick. 
I'm the captain. I am now. the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to say that for Such like thirty minutes. <laughs> you could kind of just through drive a heist movie. That's a great one. Yeah, drive's good. Dude, you mentioned Drive to me, and I had never really heard of it, and it was freaking awesome, dude. It's so had, good. Had kind of like a John Wick feel to it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the best heist movie is Ocean's Eleven. You think so? Yeah, Ocean's that, movies are, that's a are pretty good. I think Ocean Eleven is like I, a near like perfect movie. I've only, I've only ever seen Ocean's Eleven. I haven't seen Twelve, Thirteen, or now there's fucking Ocean's Eight, whatever. Well, you're not, you're not missing anything. Yeah, you're fine. You can just stop yeah, at the first good. one just and watch, pretend they never one. made yeah. any other ones. I saw ones. on like uh, Amazon Prime they had like. Uh, Ocean's 13, but George Clooney just had this gnarly-looking porn stash, and I was like, hard pass. They're not terrible. They're just... Surprised you didn't go for the porn stash. I feel like people try and, like, reason yeah. why they're as good or what's better about them, and there's just no comparison between Ocean's 11 and the sequels. Maybe I need to rewatch Ocean's 11. I haven't seen it in a long time. But it is, like, kind of like an all-star cast. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But... I like that one for sure. What well, um, everybody's ratings? Yeah, what's uh, what are their what are we gonna let's Nick, start with the hold on. You... <laughs> Nick? What did you like about the movie? Like, if you're not just like, like, did you like the score? Like cinematography. Blake Lively, the music, kind of the world scene. they build. Is Nick oh. there? Did we lose Nick? Nick has been lost in the No, I'm here. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I was saying, like, what did you like the movie? Like, did you like the score of the movie? Like, the cinematography, kind of, like, the world they build where you, like... I don't know. I think, like, for one, like, I think the score is really good. Like, from, like, start to finish. I like the way they use it. I thought the cinematography was, like, awesome. Just, like, some of the overhead shots and, like... Just, like, the way they filmed a lot of the action scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it was intense, but it wasn't, like, shaky cam. You knew, like, what was going on. Um, That I really liked. And I just, I thought the way they shot Boston was really cool. You, like, really, like, I don't know, you just, like, felt like you were, like, in that town. And, Mm -hmm. like, you never left that town. Yeah, definitely. They kind of submerge you in it. Yeah, I mean, like, that movie made me want to, like, go see Boston. I'm like, this place looks cool. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think I can sit here and tell you that I, like, liked or enjoyed much of anything of that movie. Like, did I think it was a terrible or worst movie I've ever seen? No. But did I think it was a good? No. And I think the reason for that is just, again, because I was so blind by everything else that's happening. Like, I was so focused on, like, little things, like I mentioned before, that I picked up that I thought were irritating. Um, and that kind of ruined the experience for me. Right. So what's your, what's your, what's your score of it, Nick, that you give on a scale of 0 to 10? Um, again, I didn't think it was the worst movie in the world. I didn't think it was the best movie in the world. So I gave it a solid 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10? Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's, yeah, that's, that's commendable for sure. Brad, what do, what do you give it? Uh, I'll go last. Um, oh, okay. I want to hear Cody's because Cody hasn't seen it. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> I thought it was. And just what's it, like your overall thoughts on it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I liked the the cinematography. They did some cool stuff. Uh, there was like some interesting like POV shots. Um, 
I thought the plot was pretty good, but I definitely saw a lot of the holes and like the weird stuff that Nick was mentioning. Um, overall, it's not a movie that I would probably like. If I saw it again, I wouldn't like watch it. You know, I would be like, "Oh man, that was a good movie. I want to watch that again." I would just be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that movie before. It was all right." Um, I do You're like the Boston. Brad's heart. I, I love I love Boston accents, and Ben Affleck does those really well. So that's always fun to watch. Um, I don't like the gods on this one. Yeah. It was okay, pain. man. I'd, I mean, yeah, I'd give it like a six point five seven, something down there, just because I uh, wasn't wasn't amazing. It's yeah, pretty good. So I'll, I'll jump in next. So um, I give it a seven, uh, just a hard seven. Um, IMDb gave it a seven point five uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is both trash to me, anyways. But they gave it a ninety three. Right? Yeah, ninety two percent of viewers though did like the movie. I'm gonna say one hundred percent I liked the movie, and I'm gonna kind of piggyback off you, Cody. Where like to me, there's like two types of good movies. One where like I'm gonna watch it again, and that's like right. John Wick movies or like Dumb and Dumber or like movies that I can watch over and over again because I love them. Right. This wasn't one of them, but it's one of those movies where I'm like, oh, I saw that movie. Yeah, and it was freaking – it was good. I enjoyed it. And, like, I did watch – you know, I've watched it, I think, like, probably, like, two or three times. But it's not a movie that I'm going to I'm gonna go back and forth. Like, I'm okay. If I, if I never watch it again, I'll be totally fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I give it a seven. So then we'll jump over to uh, Brad, who I'm going to guess has the highest rating. But Yeah, you guys broke my heart. Um, <laughs> it's, this is one of your favorite movies, dude. It's, yeah. Don't, don't, no, I mean, I give this movie a Brad's nine. First and last podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Um, no, I give this movie a nine. Um, this is like one of my ten favorite movies of all time. Like Nick brings up good points. Like, and definitely there are like things you can like dissect of like this doesn't work with it or that. Um. But I, I don't know. I've seen this movie probably like a hundred times. I just I love the way it's shot. Every time like I like start watching it, like from the moment it hits off, like I'm in, and like it's a very like easy rewatch for me. Yeah. So um, kind of just thought of this, but definitely if the four of us were to be the four robbers, I know for a fact Brad is Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hundred percent loose cannon. I don't know if that's a calm like. <laughs> it's that's just that's just who you would be. Don't act like don't. Am I am I wrong? Okay, Cody, Ben. Am I wrong? That don't he would act probably, like you're not impressed. Yeah. yeah. Would 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 the three of us maybe fit that profile better? Yeah. No, I've seen Brad angry before, and I, would, I could probably agree with that. Yeah. So then, uh, then it leaves who would be Ben Affleck, who would be Albert the driver, and who would be Desmond the uh, the techie guy. The, the young blood. Well, we all know Nick would be the. Uh, which one was the fat one? <laughs> the driver, <laughs> Albert. <Damn, dude. laughs> all right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. <laughs> no, for real. What do you What Ooh. do you guys think, Brad? What do you Where do you think the three of us would fit in with that? I say Cody's the um, the tech guy. Fair enough. That's what I was kind of the, the young guy. He's like into tech, and he has a reason why like God, I, iPhones it. aren't. I'm as fat. Good. <laughs> that's what you guys are gonna say because i'm clearly not the dude that falls in love with the chick that wouldn't make any sense i've already pointed out how stupid that guy is so we know that's rad although but to be fair fact- i was gonna say that nick would make a good ringleader for a group like that like if, if of the four of us if i was gonna entrust somebody to make all the plans for robbing a bank i'd rather have nick do it yeah for sure i would too 
And then if they backfire, I'm like, you fucking came up with this plan, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> do you want Do you want me to be fat, talk. Nick, and then you can be Ben Affleck? No, I'm, that's fine. I'll, I'm the one that takes one for the team. Just remember that, everyone. <laughs> He's I'm not like fat, fat either. Car. He's like... So then do I just true. fall into the Ben Affleck role of this? Nick's the martyr. Yeah, it, it's... Well, Cody, you are also the martyr, bud. Yeah, You're I'm not the getting first out martyr. Of this. I'm the original martyr. We all die <laughs> except fair. for... Except for Tom, and Tom's the one that made all the mistakes. God damn it. Typical. This Tom sounds very realistic now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone were to do something stupid for a girl, I think it would be me. Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck, if you're trying yeah. to make a, the town too, what do you have your four? <laughs> that would be such a Thomas move, dude. We all rob a bank, or like we all like accidentally kill a guy and we have to hide it, and then Thomas like starts dating her sister, or that guy's sister, or something like that. Except here's the downside of that. Nick's gonna have to gain weight. When when Brad when Brad goes to lunch and sees that Thomas is hanging out with that girl and then he comes back and I guess he his brother never said anything but I feel like Brad would say something and then I would just kill Tom and that would be the end of it like I, <laughs> yeah. that would be the end of it and then we just move on and Tom would be the dead guy we would continue to rob banks and all live and there's actually, literally no it would be a happy what ending. Do, what are you gonna do with all that money, dude? You're gonna die of a heart attack before like fifty. Hey, at least I get to go out eating rather than getting <laughs> shot and running my van into a freaking van. Like, I'd be eating. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, well, all in all, so I think for the town, um, everyone does. If we were to do strictly just thumbs up or thumbs down, would everyone give it thumbs up or Nick? Are you on thumbs down? I'm a thumb sideways. Thumb sideways. I can live um, with that. Would. Yeah, I would. would I wouldn't have. give it a. I wouldn't give it a thumbs down. There are movies that I've seen that I'm like, that is like, I would never recommend that to anyone. And I think the mm-hmm. best way to p- position this is if you're into movies that involve heists, like this isn't the worst movie that you could watch. No, it's it's really good for movies that involve heists. I give it a thumbs up for sure. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Brad probably gives it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Can I use sure. my toes? Yeah, so then, uh, well. So then we'll jump over to uh, guys. We uh, we're gonna do kind of just start since this is kind of a movie that focuses on where you're kind of like you're you said in the beginning, Brad. The where you're, you're rooting for, you're rooting for the villain or kind yeah. of the underdog or you know you know they're not the good guys, quote unquote. But something kind of like pulls you in to them where you basically in the movie like I was annoyed with John Hamm. I was like this guy is fucking annoying, but he's the good guy. He's the police officer. You know, he's trying to do everything right. So. Uh, we were going to do our uh, our top five on our villains. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and have Cody go first. We'll do your from five all the way down to one. Oh, okay. Well, let's jump right into it. Well, yeah, five. you do Wait. You do five, and then we... Yeah, we'll do yeah. five across the board, and then four okay. and three. Kind of yeah. snake draft. Yeah. Okay. Snake my, draft. Uh, <laughs> my number five is Captain Barbosa uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, right off the top, he's a zombie pirate, so he's got two of the coolest attributes. Um, pirate movies are some of my favorite movies of all time, as you guys probably know. And Captain Robosto is the original villain. I know he kind of becomes a good guy in the end, and like he gets even more focused up later in the movies when he like has a son, and the son becomes the main character, but... Anyways, I thought... No, I, can res- I can respect that. That's, that's a, a good one, villain. too, man. It's, it's a fine number five. That's yeah, a good number it, five. Yeah, that's solid. And Pirates I just love that scene, dude. And he won't die. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, yeah. What you plan on doing after you kill me? Okay, right, Brad. Right, yeah. 
You first, uh, Cody, you go next. Or All right. Nick, All right. Sorry. Next. You want me to go? No, I wanted. I want Tom to go next. Oh, okay. Uh, my number five is uh, Heath Ledger Joker. Ooh, that's Easy a five, money. huh? Yeah, that's a five. Um, just because uh, he didn't make you exactly like love him, he just played the part so well that you're like, damn, dude, he played a good Joker. But like, it wasn't like, oh, the Joker's my favorite. Like, I still obviously like Batman way more, but he just took on that role and did so good. And I don't even care if it is cliche to say that like Heath Ledger killed that role, like no pun intended. But like, right. you know, like, I don't know, he played a freaking really good villain in it. And I assume that probably someone one of you guys probably has a little bit higher yeah, he'll list, but definitely resurface in a little yeah, bit yeah but he he's my number five just because i don't actually like the joker i just loved the role that like Heath ledger played in that and he played a great villain I would agree. yeah i I'm agree not a huge joker like, fan but that the more be. versions of the joker i see outside of heath ledger's like the less i kind of like it but i don't know the joker like is awesome dark yeah. knight I wouldn't joker. be surprised to see Cody's number one be Jared Leto Joker. Joker, but <laughs> Jesus, I guess we'll wait and we'll get there, won't we? I'm not gonna He's kiss gonna her. Up. <laughs> okay, so I'll let you go last, Brad. Um, okay. My number five. He's an OG villain. I think you'll see a lot of my villains. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, all of my villains are cartoons, which is kind of funny. I feel like I've watched a lot of cartoons in my life. So, um, either way, number five is Tom from Tom and Jerry. He's the OG mm. bad guy. Um, Ooh. You know, he Quality. he consistently can never catch Jerry. I was a huge Jerry fan, so. Um, I love Tom even more, and I love the fact that Tom is is extremely persistent and um, will never stop until he tries to, or until he finally catches Tom, or excuse me, Jerry. And the worst part about it is when he actually catches Jerry, uh, he fucks it up every time. Like he he can never he can never fully fully do it, and that to me is like the definition of a villain, right? Like how many villains do you see that actually succeed? Like Tom is the definition of like one of the worst villains ever, and I mean like worst right. in terms of like terrible. <laughs> He's terrible so, at what he does. Yeah. Right. Like like he can catch the mouse, but he can never just he can never just. Off kill him. him. You can never yeah. just kill him. Yeah, he's always like got to take his time in the end, right. and then something goes yeah, wrong. Just like, just like, uh, oh God, what's the little Tweety Bird, the yellow bird, and the cat that goes for him? Oh, uh, Tweety Bird and <laughs> Sylvester. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, fuck me, right? Yeah. What's that little yellow Tweety Bird guy's name? <laughs> it's right on what's the tip that of my tongue. All the clocks on the walls. All the stuff on the walls. Huh? All right, be rad. <laughs> All right, uh, so honorable mention, I just, I think, like, his redemption arc, maybe you wouldn't, I guess he's still a villain, but honorable mention would be Darth Vader. Mm. Yeah, Tom and I discussed Darth Vader prior to this. I think he's good in the in the honorable mention section. I think Yeah, he's that's where I put very, him. Very, like, every, I think he's very broadly liked amongst a lot of people, so that's why I didn't include him in my top five. Yeah, shout out Darth Vader. If you haven't heard of him, he's in this, like, little movie called Star Wars. Yeah. Just don't watch the newest ones. Ooh. Oh, I was going to ask you guys, too, um, where do you fall on Star Wars? Like, are you, like, huge Star Wars fans? 
No. First six. Less, dude. I, I, I don't mind the first six. I could watch the first six. But, I mean, honestly, the newest ones outside of Solo and the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, which is uh, Rogue, Rogue, One. Rogue One. That's like easily Rogue the greatest One, greatest so one out of every single one that they've created. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but, God, seven and eight are disasters. Uh, they're so, terrible. I, I think seven is, uh, not to get too off topic, but I think seven's all right. I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of eight. I think, uh, for what's the last one called rise of Skywalker. We should do like, go see it opening night and then do a review right after. Cause I think Number that'll nine. be like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about that later, but that would be really fun to do like an yeah, instant I reaction just, podcast I, to it. I just want to let everyone know that's listening still. Also, yeah, Rogue One is hands down the best Star Wars movie ever made. I like in Rogue my, One. In my opinion. Yeah. No I question, agree. Yeah. It was perfect. And it was also just a one and done kind of movie also, which was great. Because right. Rogue um, One's a movie. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. You could remove Rogue One from like the pantheon of Star Wars. And it's and just a good movie, like, yeah. which sure. is what I think a lot of the other ones are lacking. They fall too much back on their Star Wars movie. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do like a Star Wars. Yeah, we'll do a Star Wars episode but, for um, sure. So what's what's your number number? Okay, five so you? number five for me is Thanos. All right, all right. Okay. Um, he, definitely, he definitely followed through. If you want to talk about following through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he went for it. I think like. What most comic, not most, but a lot of comic book movies like lack like a real like villain that not only like is a good villain, but you don't just want a villain that like you're like, oh, I hate that guy. Like Thanos gives you a villain where like, you know, he's bad, but in some ways you can kind of see like what he's thinking. And I just thought like Thanos is like one of the like best, like all around villains, like He's bad. He's freaking scary. I mean, the way, like, Infinity War opens with him just, like, choking out Loki. And you just realize, like, how powerful he is. Um, yeah, because in most movies, it's always... Kind of fist fight. Yeah, yeah in most and movies, it's dude, always the villain losing. Thank you, Cody. The Yeah, the when... Because in that scene, like, when I first saw it, and Loki's like, we have a Hulk, and Hulk comes in, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, and then when he punches Hulk in the arm and like hulk does this like little whimper Mm -hmm. like you see for the first time hulk as hulk is like scared you're like oh like this dude is for real and then he just like goes mma on him and like beats the crap out of the hulk um i mean i could talk about thanos for a long time i just thanos is i think one of the best movie villains probably like top two comic book movie villains and the one thing that go ahead yeah, go. I was just going to say the one thing that, like, if, especially to stay on the movie topic real quick, like, mm-hmm. the one thing that I hate the most, and I'm sure you guys will agree with this, is when it comes to supervillains, you watch an hour and a half movie to see a supervillain villain literally get one, one punch killed, and he's done. Right. And, like, Thanos is the definition of a great supervillain because he gets his ass beat and he kicks ass for like multiple hours at a time before he finally like goes down right i mean he beats the crap out of every avenger at the end of infinity war like right it, yeah. you know and yeah, no. yeah i mean and he actually like him snapping at the end of infinity war i thought was like awesome because when i first saw it and thor comes in with his hammer 
and gets him i'm like oh shit like and then he snaps his fingers and freaking half of them disappear and that's how the movie ends that had like a very like empire strikes back feel to where you left the theater and you're like okay how are they gonna fix this and honestly what was awesome so i saw infinity war on opening night and i saw it the next night both packed theaters there was like tons of little kids and there was little kids like crying because like you see like black panther superman who they're dressed up as just freaking dusted and i was like all right this is a movie yeah no for sure um kind of like you said we could talk all day about thanos because then we just get into that marvel freaking right yeah. paradox or whatever so um We'll yeah, so Thanos, Thanos, my number five. Yeah, um, so then we'll strong. jump. Uh, Cody, we're going to jump to you. We'll go with your number four. Number four for Cody is Magneto. Um, he's a cool supervillain. Yeah. And of all the X-Men, I think he's got the coolest power. Be able to, the ability to, I guess it would be close to like metal bending or whatever. He has the ability to manipulate and control metal and shapes, make shapes out of it and do whatever. But I'm going to time splice in here. Uh Jesse Pinkman saying magnets, bitch. Magnets, bitch. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Magneto's the, the, the greatest, man. He uh, he beats Wolverine. He's literally like, I don't know, like Wolverine's weakness, right? Because Wolverine's made of metal. And if we were like just like back on Thanos, we're like strong villains. Like Magneto doesn't go down in one movie, you know? Right. Totally. He, he freaking... He destroys a lot of people, and he's really freaking powerful, dude. And then I like how they go back, and you kind of see how he became kind of fucked up in the head, you know? Mm-hmm. And that one that... scene, I forget which X-Men movie it is, but he's in the uh, the, like, the plastic prison, and he finally gets, like, a little bit of metal, and he's, like, floating out of the room with, like, these two little metal balls that he's using to escape that he's just there floating. Yeah, because the chick tries to, sleep, tries to sleep the security guard, and she just shoots him up with iron. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and he yeah, pulls and, it out of his blood. And he pulls right. it out of his blood. Do you like uh, some, both some versions of Magneto? Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't mind. I like, um, I like both yeah, of them, I too. That, I think that that's what that. makes it... Like, Ian McKellen as him is good, and then I love Fassbender as Magneto. Right, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, I need to watch Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either yet. Uh, What's uh, the I'll... one with the scene where he's a kid? Is that first class? There's a couple of them. The very first but, X-Men for... movie has him as a kid. Uh, and then first class also has him as a kid. Uh, yeah, the first class one where like he so is like in the. Yeah, the guy's like experimenting on him. He's, yeah, like, I like that one. Him. That one's yeah. yeah, I like that one. Yeah, so I'll jump over to my number four, and I have uh, Walter White as number four. There you go. For yeah. Villain. There you go. Um, hey, he's not a villain, man. He's just trying to provide for his family. Yeah, sure. He's a. He's a villain. I ended up hating him by the end of Breaking Bad because he was just actually a terrible freaking person. But he didn't start out as a villain either. You know, he kind of turns, kind of same thing. Turns into a total prick. Yeah, kind of the same as Magneto. He didn't start out terrible, but gets there in the end. And you know, that's a lot of a lot of people all know about Walter White, so we could talk about him all we want. But that's I feel like that's a pretty common one for people to to like. You know, I like Walter yeah. White. A lot, so, I think. But we could agree. We could agree he's a villain, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. he's kind oh, yeah. of the the villain you're rooting for. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think originally he didn't set out to be a villain, but at, the, at some point during the show, he kind of switched. Oh, yeah, be- because of what he happened. He was trying to do for him. Yeah, yeah because then, of what happened. Eventually, him. gets down to that point where he says the line, like, I'm in the Empire business. It's like, okay, now he's just egotistical. And I've, I've been kind of rewatching it, sprinkling, like, th- little episodes here and there. And you can kind of see it, you know, like when he makes Walt Jr. take a bunch of shots at tequila. And then Hank's like, no, don't do that. And he, like, tries to, like, force his way to do it. You know, I think he just, like, lived a life of quiet desperation for so long that he's like, I'm almost dead. I'm going to fucking be an asshole yeah. and do whatever that, I then want. He, you know, he makes the, the famous line, like, I'm the one who knocks. That's kind of like yeah. when, he, when he finally converts over to being like, I'm not yeah. the one getting fucked with anymore. I'm the one fucking with people. That's when he had really sent it. Yeah. I think the way, like, because he's so, super smart. And kind of, like, because of that, him and Jesse's relationship, the way he takes advantage of Jesse, is, like, very realistic to someone that, like him, you know, who's going through so much and, like, being, like, a bad guy, you know, he thinks he's smart enough to where he can just take advantage of other people. And, you know, he does it a little bit, and then it kind of gets progressively worse. And by the end, like, he almost thinks, like, he can take advantage of anyone. And, like, by then, he's, like, he's so determined he's in the right and he's doing this that, like, he can take it anyone getting in his way, like, you're going to die. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mr. Mister Mash, what do we got for number four for you? Okay, my number four, um, staying on point with more of the cartoon vibe, uh, I guess <laughs> you can th- throw this up as, uh, I don't know if you consider it, uh, I guess more like augmented uh, reality more than anything else. Uh, that's Clue uh, from Tron Legacy. Uh, basically, he's uh, the double of what um, I, for, I forget what the dad's name is. Is in it, but basically, the dad who created the Tron universe. He's the oh, double yeah, that yeah, was yeah. left inside. Um, he makes the famous yeah. Uh, yep. moment, yeah moment, which is one of the greatest moments in that movie. <laughs> in addition to the fact that like. He's, he's just a double of this other guy, and he's extremely jealous, right? He's, like, jealous. He wants to be out in the real world. He doesn't want to be inside this, like, program, and he knows it's not Am right I still him. the creator of the perfect system? <laughs> exactly. So um, I think I have a dr- deep love of just Tron in general. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies, um, and it's I, I understand it's probably not the greatest movie in the world. I just love the, the lights, and you could go to Brad's point, which is, like, how it was shot, and it's, like, I just the love music. Like, you, you watch that movie when, when it's dark, like you turn all the lights off in your room and you watch it, and you really enjoy kind of the light show that you experience from it, and, you know, obviously the journey that it takes you on. But yeah, Clue's, Clue's my number four. Dope. Yeah, Tron's a freaking good movie. I saw, that was the first movie I ever saw in IMAX, and it was freaking really? amazing. Yeah, it was freaking yeah. amazing, dude. Yeah. It's definitely a movie made two- for IMAX. I think it was uh, when, uh, Thanksgiving break, 2010, when I was college i need to rewatch that movie yeah i knew now that you just mentioned that nick i kind of want to watch that movie again um nice. but yeah we'll All jump right, so number f- yeah number four for you brad yeah so number four for me is hans landa from uh, from Inglorious bastards yeah yeah dude Oof. Uh, didn't he didn't he win an oscar for that role yeah yeah dude god i fucking hated him in that movie dude and that's why he's I, so good. I he's so menacing. 
I'll have another glass of your delicious milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're just like, He's shut savage. the fuck up. Yeah, dude, he is fucking crazy. He's just it made so me fall in like... love with that actor. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Dude, He's up yeah. there, and then, for sure. And then, like, him going right back into Django Unchained after that, and he fucking killed that role. Like, that is a good freaking pick, Brad. That, that He's... He's legit. Yeah, Christopher that, that, Waltz. Um, I just... And, like, to this day, like, that uh, scene where they're in the cafe or whatever, and she's, like, serving him, do you think he knows who she is? 100%. Yeah. Yes. I just... I don't know. There's something about him that, like, is so, like... He's a like, savage. terrifying in, like, yeah. a weird way. Because he's yeah. not, like... You know, going like Thanos, you know, on someone and like, you know, just like ripping into them or something. But it's like psychological, like terror. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, that first scene, like just the way that scene's shot is freaking awesome. And he just has a really good way at making everyone feel uncomfortable because, yeah, his charisma. He knows what they know is just, yeah, it's freaking on point. Yeah, and then he saves himself in the end, and you kind of get that little bit of, you know, social justice where he gets the Nazi carved into his head, but <laughs> still, still crazy. I think this is my ago. best one yet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely yeah. a good one. So Hans Landa, my number yeah. four villain. So we're on to the number number trace. We'll go back to Cody. If Cody's here. Nope, we lost Cody. Cody died. All right, Tom, go ahead and do your top three, and we'll, we'll, if we'll ask to Cody again. Cody will so, be yeah, back, yeah. For sure. Um, so my number three is uh, Mr. Smith from the Matrix trilogy. It's a good number three. Yeah, I, I love Smith. He causes all these issues and everything, somehow still gets his way into the real world. He's a freaking virus, dude. Like, it's just... It's beast, and I love the whole battle that him and Neo have, and like Matrix Reloaded, the battle they that you know there's so many of him, and when they have that first fight, it's freaking crazy, and then the fight they have at the end, and I love like the whole thing that Smith basically doesn't understand because he is a program. Is like he goes, why do you do it? Why do you, why do you persist? You know all this, and then Neo says because I choose to, and like it's that Smith didn't understand like he didn't he didn't have a choice in anything because he was programmed. Whereas Neo was human and has, you know, choice. And I don't know. I think Smith is a beast. And I love that the, um, for you, those of you guys listening, like The Matrix is probably my favorite trilogy of all time. And I just love it. So, yeah, Smith is my number three. Yeah, it's a good trilogy. And I think that um, you should go on YouTube and watch, like, the meaning of The Matrix because it'll blow your mind. Like, I, I can watch all three Matrix movies and never put pieces together. So I'm glad I watched that because it, it's about um, – Oddly enough, and um, it's just about like machines not understanding human emotion and love at the end of the day. Like that's what it comes down to. That's why um, there's been seven instances of the Matrix. Uh, each time, uh, the Neo, I guess you can say, or the One, um, consistently to... loses, or no, consistently uh, fucks up until Neo came in. Because of love. And that was. Well, yeah, it was all the Oracle's doing, ultimately. The Oracle kind of guided him down that path, which led him to choose the opposite of what all the other ones before him chose. And, um, again, if you watch kind of someone go through the meaning of it, you'll also they also kind of point out how there can definitely be more Matrix movies. 
based on exactly because now machines now well, understand love. With they're the making another Matrix movie, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. they're making a fourth one. They're with, making a fourth one. Cool. Yeah. Well, while Cody clearly has mic issues, Cody. Um, yeah. I'll move on to my number three, uh, and that's Hades from Yo. Hercules. Hey, let's Joe just love. hold on. on. All right, Cody. So, who do you got as your third? Uh, sorry, or is Mac Cody on his fourth? No, I think I'm on three. Um, okay. My four was Magneto. Uh, number nice. three is uh, Predator. Um, Predator, Ooh. if anyone doesn't know that's listening, is an alien that comes to Earth every, well, I don't know how often, but periodically <laughs> to this hunt it. humans. <laughs> Just on full yeah. moons. Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know. But yeah, they come and they're super badass. They have all kinds of crazy technology like laser cannons, tracking, they have different color visions or different spectrums of vision. Yeah, Dude, that's a really then, good one. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Yeah. The original Predator. I, I was a huge Arnie fan growing up, and uh, Predator was one of my favorite movies. And all the Predator movies, like some of them are, are obviously not as good as the original one, but they're all so good, man. And the Predator is Predator. just like so menacing. Like you just feel hopeless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like jump you... super far. And it's got, like, that was when I was a little kid, dude. I thought that movie was so scary. Yeah, yeah I thought it was so scary because you had like no idea what it was, and yep. I I also fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator is probably the movie I've seen the most with him in it, and it also has uh, what's the other governor Brand that was Jack in that Jack. movie? Yeah, oh uh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shane yeah. Black. I ain't uh, got time to bleed. Apollo Creed. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, that movie is. Uh, do you know that uh, Shane Black has actually been in the second most movies out of any actor in history? Did really? Mm-hmm. Didn't he direct the new Predator? That's a good question. Wait, it wasn't Shane. I think he did, Shane. and that movie's a pile of shit. Yeah, it was terrible. No, it was not good. Um, the original no, one shit, did. no. Wasn't not good, Bob. Uh, no, it was not Shane Black. Sorry, Ernie Hudson. I got them confused. Not good, Bob. Not good. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, but uh, Predator is a great one. Um, no, then let's jump over to, to Nick's number three. Uh, yeah, so my number three, like I said before, keeping it in the cartoon spectrum is Hades from Hercules. Uh, pretty easy guy to love and hate. Uh, pretty easy guy to love, in my opinion. Great acting, great all the way through, and who doesn't love Greek mythology? Um, yeah, that's about all I need to say. That's a good He's, one. Uh, dope. Uh, to back to back that up, one of the uh, kind of in the same, I guess, cartoonish movies or whatnot. Where you, I I was my honorable mention was uh, Gronk from A Prisoner New Groove. Mm. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, going had, back I to was, Hades. Almost had him down um, too. I have yeah, just one question. Not Rob if, Gronkowski. <laughs> What's if, your one if question? If you had buddy? to say, <laughs> wouldn't Hades' weapon be probably the coolest weapon of all the Greek gods? I would definitely It'd be go really Poseidon. cool if they got it tattooed on you, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was just, yeah. yeah. I think it's only cool if you have it tattooed on you, so I think I'm winning right now. Oh, no. By the way, Cody, who's Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> 
um no hades hades is a good one i've never seen the cartoon hercules wow but i think I, we watched it as a kid tom i, I think i know i just remember it who's the guy that does the voice of it i just remember him being i just remember like it, literally i don't remember the guy's voice that did hercules but i remember the guy's voice that does hades yeah i don't know the guy's name um, james well, woods James Woods. Uh, yeah, James Woods. Woods. James Woods. Woods. Guy a bunch. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, so then we'll go to uh, Brad. Your number three. Yeah, uh, my number three is uh, Anton Trigger. Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. No Country for Old Men. Oof. Uh, oh yeah, it's all, it's a no, it's a pretty good movie. It's all right. Are you are you being sarcastic, Cody? That's I mean, a I've seen it a couple movie? of times, but I couldn't tell you what it's about, really. Dude, Javier Bardem, as Anton Sugar, is he's a freak. Terrifying. Yeah, he's I know he goes freak. around with the cow killing thing, kills people with it. Yeah. What's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? Damn. Have note, you guys seen No Country grandpa. for Old Men? I have and didn't like it. Yeah. That was really? Yeah. Too slow. Loved it. Loved that movie. I'm I'm right there with you, Brad. That was a good one. I can't Joy's wait grandpa, for Oscar season. So <laughs> Nick can rip story. apart every Oscar movie. It's why it sucks. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> Look, I'm not honestly. I'm not a hater when it comes to movies. There's a lot of movies I enjoy. It just so happens that you picked a couple movies that have not been great. To be fair, Nick is about everything. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> all right, so we got a guy that no one knows about. Um, for those of you guys. Dude, uh, all right, so dude, Anton. Uh, I'm not even. He's a freak. Get into it. He's a he's a freak. No country for men, and he dist- he kills the role. He's a, literally a serial killer. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, go check it out. Uh, Nick, you should rewatch it. And then quote tweet at Nick why it's good. Yes. Um, then we'll uh, I'm all jump over back. Twitter anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll jump back I'll to Cody you. with with your uh, numero dos, Cody. My numero dos is uh, Terminator, specifically. Oh fuck! I, actually I knew you were gonna say. I, I knew you were gonna say that once you went the Predator route. I was like, you're gonna do Terminator Judgment Day, but technically Arnold's the good I guy think in that it's one. The T eight hundred. Well, yeah, Terminator Two Judgment Day is my number one favorite movie of all time, but. Um, yeah, T eight hundred, which is the, uh, the original one. Yeah, it's just so good, man. It's so scary. I used to fucking when I would sleep, if I saw a red light, like a little red dot light on like a TV or something, I would think it's the Terminator because in the movie he like loses part of his face and you can only see like one of his robot eyes. Dude, it used to scare the shit out of me growing up. But I just loved him, dude. He just doesn't stop coming for you. Just does yeah. not. Stop. I I had the I had the Terminator originally on my list too. Did you? Just, yeah, just because Arnie days, dude. Yeah, yeah man, Arnold's one of my favorites. Yeah, I although think... the new one's coming out, I don't know how I feel about that at all. Dude, the new one dude, looks have you seen so the previous bad. Oh my god, it looks Force amazing. Shit. You're well, you so guys full are of wild. shit. <laughs> no, no way, dude. The fact that the new one can like, dude, the, the scene where he's like morphs onto the windshield while driving. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's going to be lit. I know. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> No, I'm I'm dead I'm dead serious. I'm are you gonna be, Are serious. you gonna bring your rig and vape while you're watching <laughs> morph on? Them? I wouldn't be, be surprised if actually 
the new Terminators have one of those built in to them. Like they they get to vape. They like turn their hand into a vape and like they hit it. It's the most advanced Terminator ever built. Like, what is he jewel. doing now? Oh, he's vaping. Literally, it's a giant jewel with legs. Wow, that's more like real life though. Like real life Terminator is. Yeah, with the Terminator. No, they're just jewels. Like those are Terminators that came back from the future. Kill us all. That new movie looks so terrible. What part of it makes it look terrible? I think it looks badass. Uh, Sarah Connor looks like she has AIDS. I think almost all the characters look unbelievable. The the CGI looks terrible. Have you played as Sarah Connor? No, No. because you can't get her unless you pre-ordered it. Oh, so I can play as Sarah Connor, but I don't play that game. Alrighty, so, Tom. Wait, Nick, do you really think that movie looks good? Yes. The other Terminator that I really liked, too, was the Christian Bale Terminator. Christian Bale one, yes. I thought yes. that one was very, Salvation. very good. That yes. one is better than the other piles of shit. I, I the other no, the one that one just came out, Genesis, Genesis was good. Genesis uh, was okay. Yeah, I didn't, I I didn't mind it. The yeah. third one was terrible. Can we all agree the second one's by far the best? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Third one was pretty good. I don't. Second I don't one is one of my like top ten movies of all time. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. That. James Cameron. Brad, you're running out of top ten movies. You've already named two of them. Yeah, I still have eight more. Jesus, you're you're oh. what you're you're like a shade under thirty, and you've already would, got two of the, the top town. I would before. the town I would put in like a top like, ten favorite, not like necessarily top ten best. Okay, T T two I would put in like top ten best movies. Mm-hmm. I, I would if that makes sense. For sure. I mean, you have you know you have your favorite movies, and then like American Pie, or some of my favorite movies, the originals. I'm not telling anyone they're the best movies. Yeah. yeah Does that make sense? Good. I can get behind yep. that. Yeah. Austin Powers. Great. Not making any argument that Austin Powers are great movies, but just. They are be- great movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? They're amazing. <laughs> no, I, you know, they're not like 10, you know, like best movies, but, you know, they're hold a special well, place because to- of. To segue into that, that's my number two. <laughs> Doctor Evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's perfect. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, Doctor Evil number two. I just I freaking love the Austin Powers movies and cool. I would even I would even put Goldmember in there and and Fat Bastard. Like I just love all the villains from that movie are freaking hilarious. Like Cody, your, one of your so favorite great. movie lines is Fat Bastard. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why the team is ready? Cody, you're gonna like the little intro click too, cause. Oh, I'm excited, <laughs> dude! I can't wait to hear it. Dude, it was yeah. a, just me recording. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think and he does the whole, like the funniest little like good. yell right before he says it. He goes ah. I'm gonna eat He just does these like audible yells when he's talking. He's like ah. I just love, I just love in the in the uh, second one. Would you like some chicken? I've got more. <laughs> I've got more. I didn't need any corn. <laughs> so gross. I eat because of what happened. Faster left a floater. <laughs> um, Doctor Evil is a good one. I, I think Doctor Evil is a good one. He's he's likable. He's funny. Doctor Evil is like the best part of Austin Powers. I think I like yeah. him more than Austin Powers. Yeah, for no. sure. Yes, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Aus- 
Dr. Well, Evil is so funny. I would like to He's also just, point out that no one his, in my gene pool runs like that. <laughs> <laughs> just his, like, his cluelessness is, like, so perfect. Like, the way just jokes will go over his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, sure. I'd love some chocolate ass cream. Perhaps, Perhaps later. later. Perhaps later. <laughs> or my favorite is Mini Me uh, loves the chocolate. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty don't. don't. <laughs> but I like <laughs> chocolate. Scotty don't. Scotty don't. Oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> Scotty don't. <laughs> Is it, is it? Uh, my favorite is just uh, when Frau. Would meets, you like uh, a suckle off my zipper? <laughs> my favorite is when Frau introduces him to uh, her lover. They met at the LPGA tour, and he just goes right on. <laughs> that or Frau points out like the the giant like frothy mustache that he has, and he's like, "Oh, I know, it's a French dip." <laughs> It's called the Belgian dip. <laughs> so they do in Belgium. It's called the Belgian dip. The Belgium dip. Yeah. How about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? <laughs> <laughs> or when he gets out of when he gets like out of jail. Doesn't he like ask for mini me right there? Like ask me and eat him or something? <laughs> or when he gets out of jail and he's like, "You go now, powers, fly, fly." And the door is open. He's like, "I'll get it." <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah, I could talk about Dr. Evil forever, but that's that's my number two. All right, this will be quick because you guys probably don't know who I'm talking about. That's okay. Uh, so my number two um, is a favorite of mine from childhood when I was like seven to nine years old and I was really into Dragon Ball Z. Um, Frieza uh, has to be one of my favorite supervillains of all time. Just extremely difficult to kill, extremely smart, uh, constantly has the advantage, like, the one-up, and, like, basically, if you're going to destroy that villain, like, you're going to destroy the whole planet. Like, you've got to find a way to not actually kill him. Like, that's how powerful Frieza was. He's got a cool design. I'm looking at him. Yeah, he's a cool dude. And he... He has, like, three different stages. Like, there's, like, one, two, and three, and, like, his third stage, he's, like, this, like, pristine morphed weird looking guy that's white that just absolutely shreds like anyone that comes near him because he's he looks like he looks like mewtwo yeah because he does look like mewtwo he's he's a badass dragon ball z isn't connected to pokemon in any way right no completely different right just both dragon ball z like if they were it would basically just be a bunch of super saiyans ripping apart animals it would just be like animal cruelty it wouldn't even be like within the same universe that sounds pretty cool (laughs) yeah cool dude hopefully no one from PETA is watching this (laughs) or listening I don't think they're watching it that would actually make a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) I'm not seeing Uh, anything alright so we got Frieza I'm definitely looking at him right now Mewtwo's clone Yeah, he does look like Mewtwo. <laughs> I was going to say that. All right, Brad, what's your number two? Am I number two? My turn? All right, uh, so mine kind of similar to Cody's, but mine is the T-1000 from oh. Terminator 2. Liquid metal. Like, you think that the Terminator is badass, and up against the T-1000, like, you feel like rendered useless useless <laughs> like this badass machine that you know can take like any damage and deal with you know like gunshots and everything like that 
um, next Sorry, to T one thousand. Who was it? T one thousand. T one thousand. Yeah, I mean, just like Anna, and something about the way he like turns his arms into knives and like mm-hmm. stabs people. It's so creepy. Like, uh, like when he kills way... what's his name's foster mom and just like oh, through the milk God. carton when he's on the phone the and it like pans yeah. over and it's just like through the yeah that scarred so, me as a kid dude I'm literally looking at that picture as we speak he's just like this guy <laughs> with the like deep throating a sword while trying to drink mm-hmm. milk at the same time dude, I don't and, think that worked out too well for him and as a kid like Got the milk. scene when like he's trying to start the <laughs> yeah. dirt bike. And he starts riding off, and the T one thousand is just like keeping up with him mm-hmm. running. When he's, he's just like mall. such yeah. a scary character. Like, you just like the original Terminator is scary because he keeps coming back, and the T one thousand is like that times ten. Like, not only is he coming back, but you can't even hurt him because he just regenerates. Yeah, he's just always coming. And I just I love that the um, portrayal of him too. He's just like so stone cold. Just a stone cold comer. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's hey. the ultimate badass. No, he is, and the, the way like just like the thing when he breaks into the helicopter and he's like, "Get out!" Yeah, mm-hmm. and the guy's yeah. like, "Okay," literally jumps out of a helicopter. He's like, <laughs> "And he you like got it. he like shows himself as like half metal to mm-hmm. scare him." Right, like, yeah. does that thing. Yeah, dude, or like the the scene where they're trying to get the mom out of like the mental ward, and the, like he shoots him with a shotgun in the face, and his face splits in half, and then just like comes back together. Yeah, right. And you're like, all right, this dude's this dude's legit. Yeah. Or my probably my favorite scene from that movie is actually when like that hook of his is left on the car, and like John like takes it and throws oh, it off, yeah. and then he like walks up to it and just goes right back into his foot, and you're yeah, like, yeah, his foot. Oh fuck, dude. Just creepy. Yeah, you're like, okay, he'll be back. I literally yeah, just watched cool, that movie man. like a like a couple weeks ago. Such a good movie. So good. Such a good movie. Definitely top ten best. No, like at favorite. the towards the end of the movie after he's been liquid nitrogenated and uh, he's all glitched out and he's like walking through word. the foundry and like he steps on the diamond plate and then his body like kind of gets this wave of diamond plate texture to it and then he steps on like it's like a yellow and black painted guardrail or something like that and then like that flashes through his body it's really cool that's a, that's what's a cool one. about him too is like usually like a character like that you like pick apart like well how does it work you know like this and that mm-hmm. but because it's like he's so like menacing and like almost one-dimensional in a good way you're you don't really care about how the technology works there's like it works clearly and it's terrifying right Right, yeah. It's like it's just future technology that's yeah. here to fuck you up, dude. That's <laughs> all makes it better. Is like it's unexplainable. Like, I mean, I guess uh, Arnold or the original Terminator, like he explains it a little bit. Like he can, you know, turn into things of equal size and stuff like that. But no, like right. that movie is awesome. And yeah, for sure. Um, All right, number one. Yeah, we're getting to number ones. Here we go. Cody. And I'm up, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, my number one is not related to the movie that came out about it recently, but Joker. Venom from the Spider-Man movies. Oh. Ooh, uh, like Spider-Man, Venom. you know, lore. Yeah, Venom's awesome. Um, for those who don't know, it's basically the original Venom yeah, came Venom from the Phoenix Secret Wars, which Thanks. was like traveling to another 
dimension and Spider-Man gets this weird alien symbiote on him that gives him extra strength and power but then like kind of turns him uh, turns his thoughts darker and makes him start hurting people when before he would never want to do that so it makes its way back to Earth and then goes on an enemy of his and becomes Venom which is just like super badass and I like it specifically because I love the uh, the early 90s Spider-Man cartoons and there's a there's like a four to six episode chain of just about Venom and is really good and then also carnage is really cool too venom is cool because he's like a virus that makes you like more superhuman in ways you'd want to be but like has like just like any sort of like steroid you know or drug like has its downfall and side effects yeah so cody quick question does it does he also provide more stamina as well as strength or um yes interesting can he be like two Spider-Man? What are you What are you asking? Uh, I think I'm just asking. Like, can he be worn like a leather belt? Or yeah, four Sam, <laughs> four strength, no more, no less is what you're gonna get if you put on the black mm. leather belt. Okay, thanks. I hate you. <laughs> and then you get plus two Nick Mash resistance. Yeah, and you get an Eminem song just you in your ear. Never have enough Nick Mash. Venom. Meow, meow. <laughs> no Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hi, Tom. Did you guys like Venom the movie? No, it was no. okay. It was okay. It I was. Give, I, would, I would give that a okay. thumbs down. <laughs> it was, it was one of those ones where the ratings on it were so bad that when I went in, I had such low expectation that it kind of helped it out. That they're I was making like, another one apparently. Oh, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're making another one, so hopefully they step it the fuck up. Yeah, Wendy Harrison is uh, Carnage, so I'm yeah. sure it's going to be a banger. The so best part is when <laughs> they're at the top, and he's all, I know a way down, and then he's in the elevator, and Venom's all, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> pussy, yeah. <laughs> that movie had its moments, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It was, it was like, it was made 10 years too late. If that movie is made, like, early 2000s late 90s that is like a banger of a movie yeah for sure um i guess i'll jump to my numero one yeah and uh mine is grew from despicable me uh mm. if you for the you guys don't remember or know uh basically despicable me movies are like definitely my top three i love the despicable me movies and in the first one he is technically a villain he works for a you know he goes to like the the villain bank to get money and everything uh <laughs> i i love the movie i love all those freaking minions i should have been a minion uh and then technically like the second one you know he ends up being a good guy and he works for the anti-villain agency and everything but he's still a villain and like at the end of that one they want to go back to being a villain because they liked you know his minions were all about just being villains and everything they liked it so much more and everything i could talk forever about you know despicable me and everything but i just i I love those movies so freaking much and steve carroll does such a good job of that that role and yeah so he's definitely my number one super probably super biased for me but just because those are my favorite movies but no i solid pick pick. grew is like the glue of that movie Mm -hmm. the minions like the comic relief yeah, exactly. But like, Gru is what makes that movie good, yeah, and his and like charisma, like, especially in the first one with the kids, is like so perfect. Mm-hmm. And like, just you know, we I think we can all agree that Despicable Me like took off. Like, how many minion? How many minion things do you guys see now? You right. know, there's 
minion ride now at uh, California Adventureland, I think. I mean, if we had kids, we'd probably hate everything about all of it (laughs) because it'd just be like overload. But I think the first one is a really good movie. And I mean, they digress from there, but yeah. And then Jason Segal plays Vector, the uh, actual kind of, I guess, like villain of the the first Despicable Me, which was definitely my favorite uh, uh, villain of those three movies. Right. Yeah. His oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and he's just like he, he literally the way that he gets his stuff stolen is that he buys cookies from the from the girls that's like how Drew <laughs> ends up using him he's like you bring more cookies <laughs> but anywho um, and point. then also yeah and you can't forget about Russell Brand playing Dr. Nefario yeah <laughs> I thought you said fart gun <laughs> <laughs> Boogie robots? Oh, you meant cookie robots. But anyhow. <laughs> boogie down. <laughs> boogie fever. Yeah. <laughs> boogie. <laughs> Anywho, I, I love those movies. If you haven't seen those, please go watch them. Um, so, yeah, then we'll jump to Nick. It's see your number one cartoon. We should do Despicable Me so Nick can rip it apart and then Thomas stabs I'm me. a fan. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a fan of Despicable Me. So You see, because I picked Again, the movies, Brad. Like, I, there's not... There's, I, I, I'm telling you, like when it comes to movies, there's a lot of movies I like. It's no, just, I know, I'd Nick, like I'm to giving you a crap. <laughs> understood. I'm just saying that like I, I'd much rather give it a fair grade and uh, you know not set my hopes up and expectations that uh, you know the town is a movie that's above a six. You know what I mean? ouch Uh, alright anyways um, so my number one was going to be uh, Plankton no it was it was going to be Plankton but um, I I actually uh, last minute changed it to something that's much better and means a lot more to me and that's uh, V from V for Vendetta Um, I guess you can consider him a villain he's more of a hero that's that's your favorite movie yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. Um I think V is uh like the leader of the resistance and also um is like a silent leader and it also brings just power to the people. Like I like the whole idea of the fact that if the government's too strong, like the people will will always come to their senses and step in and, and do what's right and he's like the symbol of that you know yeah. in, in terms of the government's eyes so. and i'm right there with you because that's the uh, same actor that's hugo weaving who did it mr is. smith yep yeah he plays he plays a freaking good villain and that voice oh, of wow. his is really really iconical yep yeah yeah terrorism's that's... dope <laughs> no v for vendetta <laughs> is is v for vendetta is such a different freaking type of movie dude it's insane just about a basically a uh it's basically like what's going on in china man it's like this government that's like oh yeah you're free and then like they'll have like their secret police like show up at some of these people's doorsteps and straight up like kill them like nazi style um and you know the people slowly but surely catch on to that and you know lead the resistance towards the government and then it has natalie portman and of course it has one of my favorite actresses of all time yeah yeah natalie portman's awesome shaved head and everything (sighs) yeah not top you guys like hugo weaving He's a great actor. He's like one of the. If you see top like, ten, no, dude. If you, outside of acting, he's like one of the most pessimistic guys to like have to listen to talk. Really? Oh, really? Oh God, he's so. Literally, they couldn't get him to come back to play Red Skull for like two scenes. 
they ended up using the kid from Walking Dead as a voiceover. He's hmm. I, if you he's one of those like actors. It's like very like hard to deal with type. But he's a good actor. I think sometimes like those super fake, hard to deal with people make really good actors. I forget what that. What's that new movie out with him? Um, where they've got those cities on wheels or whatever it's called. What's that movie called? <laughs> Mortal Engines. Uh, Mortal. Mortal <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mortal Engines. Have you guys seen that movie? That movie is no. a pile of shit. I, heard I agree. I agree. It's not that great, but again, I give that movie just, like a, a two out of ten. Hey, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just pointing out that he's also a villain in that movie as well. Right. Like, the dude no, he bunch, generally bunch plays a bad guy. Yeah. Probably he is he like need, he's need to act during that. You know. Just He's like, such a like life. good bad guy that like in a movie where he ends up being the good guy, it makes it better, you know? You know there's those actors that they're always the bad guy and then when you see him in a movie where they're kinda like on the line and they end up being like the good guy in the movie, it almost makes it better because you're like, Finally, he's a good guy. Like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> he was he was in Lord he's of the Rings. The, he's the elf guy. Yeah. He was also a villain in uh, Captain America. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm Red saying. School. He's Red Skull. He yeah. refused to come back and be Red Skull in Infinity War. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. All right, Brad. Drum I mean, roll. Last one of the night. Rotten Tomatoes. It's a lot of rotten. Uh, my number one is Joker. Joker from, uh, from uh, he, like Heath Ledger? Dark Knight. Or... Heath Ledger okay. Joker. All the yeah. way. My favorite like villain. Yeah, I think we um, all could have put him on our top five list. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I just... Like, everything about the Joker is, like, awesome, I think. I think he's, like... He's freaking terrifying. He's super smart. I mean, like, the plans he puts together or awesome just that first bank scene where everyone's like three guys how many get the money and they're just you know shooting right. each other off no i and killed then, the bus driver no nah, i killed the bus driver what bus, bus driver, driver. Yeah. <laughs> that and the fact that the bank guy's like you don't get it he's gonna kill you too and he's like dude in that reveal that. when he right oh my gosh when he <laughs> right and it's like actually he rips off his mask and he's got his paint on under his under his mask yeah um what i love about the joker is he like he like says you know i don't i don't have a plan you know like i'm just like a dog chasing the ball but really like everything he does is super calculated and that's like what is terrifying about him you don't know what is just his like crazy instinct and what he actually planned out because he's very planned and like the things he does and I mean, he has no moral compass at all. He, and just like, he's like so psychotic, like the different stories he has for like, you know how I got these scars? Right. Yeah, like, and you don't just, know what he's actually thinking yeah. at any point yeah. in time. Did, right. And just the scene where you want to see a magic trick? I'm going to yeah, make this pencil. pen disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da. Let's not, Let's not blow, things, blow out things out of proportion. <laughs> Dude, he yeah. is. The Joker is freaking awesome. Yeah, and, and I think with the scene where you see him like being the actual craziest is when he's filming the dude 
like recording him and he's like mm-hmm. doing all this stuff he's like messing with him he's like probably he's like look at me look at me look oh, at me yeah, and you're like okay oh, shit dude <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like okay he is actually still crazy when he's like we're not supposed to be afraid of people like you and he's like oh you are and like you like really feel like that's like a real like scene like you know that little fake batman's trying to be like a good person you see like the evil like dog like terrify the shit out of him to where he's like yeah. all right i give in yeah just those those three batman movies in general i would put up is some of the the best best movies ever made yeah and um, then I don't um know so the scene where he's walking out of the hospital and he's pressing the button to blow it that that scene is actually improvised Mm -hmm. because it was supposed to just blow on like the first click on it and he actually just improvised it and it just worked out like so perfect because he was stuck in that role (laughs) yeah yeah that's he's he's a good one like i said i think we could all agree that he would be on our top fives but Right. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking and Cody, you like you like Batman a lot, so you probably like. The I'm honestly, I'm, I'm much more of a Marvel fan, but that is my favorite superhero movie of all time. There's That's just, where you know, I land too. That... Like I'm all of Marvel. Like yeah, I cash but... my checks from Disney. I, I like but... Batman. I like Batman Beyond a lot. Like the original Batman Beyond from like the early 2000s. Those are really good as far as the movies. I mean, um, Batman and Robin. Dark Knight is really good. That one's pretty good. I watched that a couple of times growing up, but it's hard for me to watch nowadays. Yeah, I I still love those movies, dude. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. (laughs) Chill. (laughs) Chill. (laughs) Yeah. It's time to freeze. (laughs) (laughs) I I also had a massive crush on Poison Ivy in that movie. Well, Uma? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some Uma loving? Mm hmm. Seriously, though. I am okay. Mother, I am Mother Nature. Brad, do you mind if I have everyone watch a movie for the next episode? No, for sure. Or I, you know what? I'll just I'll just point it out, and you guys can say yes or no. But since we're we've already talked about one, you know what? We can save it for another time. But I just want to I just want to have my voice be heard. That paycheck, if you haven't seen it, another Ben Affleck movie, very good Ben Affleck movie. What is it? Paycheck. Paycheck. Never heard of it? I haven't seen okay. it. Maybe we should watch it, and we can be on a Ben Affleck string here for two in a row. But it's a—it's one of my favorite Ben Affleck movies of all time. It's got Uma Thurman in it. It's got Ben Affleck in it. It's a very good movie from start to finish. It's one of those like, um, it, it, like pick up the clues as you go type movies. Right. No, I'll I'm watch down. it. For I'm sure. down. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks good. It's a very good movie. It's uh, one of those, again, like, you also get to the end and you're like, motherfucker, yes! <laughs> you know? You're like, right. it all comes together here at the end. Remember the future. Alright. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. And then one... <laughs> like, why did... Okay, I put in Paycheck a uh, movie and a picture... You guys remember the... Blank Check? Yes. Oh, great movie. <laughs> uh... Why did a picture from the Super Mario movie, that, that live-action movie, come out? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know, because it's one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. Probably. Dude, so because when that... they never received their paycheck. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Bob Hoskins or whatever? Um, <laughs> dude, when that... The Super Mario movie, when that came out, I had, like, this little 
tape recorder thing. There was like a little boom box and it was like so cheesy. It was like a kid version, but you could record like audio on it for like 30 seconds and it would play back the audio. And so I remember I recorded the dinosaur song from <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> and I would play it all the time. I thought it was the coolest song. So those dinosaurs are supposed to actually be those little like those little like uh Toads. brown things that like move side to side the mushrooms yeah no, no no i don't know what they are but i don't know if they're dirty mushrooms or what but yeah that's what those were supposed to be they're way off that yeah that movie is so bad oh god dude i'm just like looking at it right now god, i can no. just recall it in my brain like <laughs> i saw it so many times freaking weird it's a cre- dude it looks it's like it's so nightmare. weird yeah mm-hmm. it's like such a creepy like i mean i give them that they made it a creepy world but i don't know when you think of mario you think of like kind of like da 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 like kind of happier are they ever like... gonna actually make a sonic movie <laughs> i don't know oh gosh dude that is an episode yeah that's freaking annoying but so after they drop that trailer they're redoing the whole thing yeah because they did like because he looked like a fucking rat <laughs> like a wet rat dude his teeth <laughs> yeah so dude, the everything is so bad when he's yelling he's just got like these like pearly whites you're like what yeah that movie's gonna be freaking weird we'll have to talk about that one again but but um, jim carrey being the bad guy could be on point so we'll see yes yes jim carrey is always good guy. Um, but anyway, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with the town or anything before we wrap up? No, I'm all set. Okay. So we, yeah, we did our five favorite villains and everything. Hey, hold on um, one sec, Tom. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. So anything else you guys want to wrap up on for this week's episode? No, I'm good. No, I think that's about it. It's pretty good. Yeah, no. Um, just uh, so it looks like we were talking. Looks like we're probably gonna be doing paycheck next week with Ben Affleck. We'll get on a little Ben Affleck kick. Yeah. Um, so I want to do a paycheck. Also, we should probably do like a movie that's either come out recently or one that's coming out. Um, okay. Joker. I'm down to do Joker. I also. What, what do you guys think of Zombieland? Ooh. Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. Zombieland. yeah. yeah. Uh, Definitely uh, down. It's just it, it'll be difficult. Yeah, I, I'm sure we can figure it out. It'll just be difficult. Is it come? Is it already out? It's already out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can. We'll we'll make it work. Can you guys see it by next weekend? Uh, yeah. Well, I might see it. Yeah. I'll probably try to see it on Sunday. If That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and then just let you guys know a couple of new movies coming out um in the, in the near future. Like we got Terminator: Dark Fate coming out, uh, Made in China, Doctor Sleep. Uh, Arctic Dogs, if any of you guys like the animated movies. Uh, Midway, so, definitely going to be a dope movie. I've wanted to watch. I've wanted, Knives like, I'm, really I'm not a scary movie Knives guy. Knives Out looks really good. But I've always wanted to watch um, the prequel to Doctor Sleep, which is uh, the movie, the hotel movie. The uh, Shining? The Shining, yeah. You haven't so seen The Shining? Dude, The Shining. I've never no. seen it either. Oh. oh what? Wow. Yep. Wow, okay. I guess you guys had good parents. Let us watch it. (laughs) No, it wasn't that. I'm just terrified of scary movies. Like, I'm not a scary movie guy. Gotcha. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. 
you guys yeah we'll do a one two for that week we'll do a rewatch of the shining and then of doctor sleep watch yeah sounds good yeah we're definitely gonna have to also do um coming up on halloween obviously we'll probably do a scary movie marathon thing we'll watch some scary movies talk about our favorite scary movies and whatnot yeah like top five slashers or something yeah the hash swinging slasher but yeah. Anywho, so that's upcoming movies and everything. So we'll do paycheck next week. Um, anything else you guys need to talk about? No, it's mm. good. I'm all set, okay. man. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I actually do want to talk about a very serious disease called Ligma. Um, you guys can donate at uh, ligma.org. Oh, no. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this a bit? <laughs> ligma comes from ligma balls. <laughs> <laughs> And the idea is supposed to be like, what's Ligma? And it's like, Ligma balls. Yeah, no, we're going to do a, do you, a GoFundMe for it. Do you like uh, Imagine Dragons? Imagine Dragons these nuts. <laughs> Imagine Dragons these nuts across your <laughs> No. Joke's on you. Already did. Well, um, all right, everyone. All right, guys. Well, everyone's been uh, episode one of Movie Stalkers from me. I'm Brad. Tom, Cody, Nick. We'll check you out next week. Later. All right. And later, nerds.